Hello, good evening everybody. We are live with one of our podcast guests, Fran, who has served time in UK female prisons, including with the types of criminals that have done crimes against kids, families. We're going to be talking about Lucy Letby, what's in store for her, where she'll be going through the processes, and how the prisoners treat that kind of criminal because where i was from in arizona any kinds of crimes of that nature it's kos by the gang members but it's very different in the uk and it's very different in the female prisons so we'll find out more from fran shortly if you're not familiar with fran the link to her youtube channel is in the description box below this video as is the link to her other socials and many of you have saw that we had the sit downs with gangsters book come out recently well, Fran is in the next installment, which is coming out next year. But check her podcast out on the channel. It's fascinating. She met Kate Middleton and uh, turned her life around. And she's doing great now on YouTube. So a huge thank you for coming on, Fran. Thank you. I saw that you've been quoted in the media about Lucy Letby. And let's just start by asking then, Someone who's just been convicted of those crimes, someone who gets a natural life sentence, where's the first place they would be housed? Is it Suicide Watch? Um, so she'll probably go straight into segregation. Um, probably more, it's, it'd probably be a bit of both. It'll be protection and to just like be just to be watched sort of 24 7 as well. All right, so she's going to go into some kind of segregation. She's extremely high profile, so I imagine they're going to be keeping an eye on her that she doesn't do any any harm to herself or none of the inmates get access to her. Once she's gone through segregation, would she be put in a general population? Because didn't, didn't Rose West end up in general population? Yeah, so, I mean, she, she's going to go straight on either... They'll either call it a protected wing or a privileged wing which I doubt, it depends on the jail. See, so in the first prison that I was in, in Bronzefield, there's not, there's no such thing as like a protection wing. It's a mixture. So there was just, the, you had the main blocks and then you had um, a privilege wing, which also these kind of people got put on there because say, for example, I lived on there because I wanted to do well, I wanted to keep my head down. They knew that people that lived on there wasn't going to start anything to these other kind of women because nobody wanted to get kicked off or an extra charge, you know, time added to their sentence, not being able to go out and do rottles and stuff like that. So in a segregated cell then, would she have a cellmate or would she be on her own? Oh, no, she'd be on her own, 100%. She would never be allowed to be padded up with somebody anyway. That would never be allowed. And when the doors open, would she be coming out for recreation and chow? No. So in segregation, basically, it's 23-hour lockup. Um, they're in there on their own. They don't have – the only exercise they get is an hour a day, and that is on their own. So they'll get locked in a courtyard. They'll be maybe on their own or an officer in there, and that is it. So they won't interact with anybody else. Right. Okay. Now, how do the staff treat 
prisoners who have been convicted of such crimes against kids, babies? Would the staff, are they, is there a duty of care to protect her or would the staff be targeting her? So obviously in, you know, by their book, there is a duty of care to look after her and it, it will be an absolute mixture. So you're going to have officers that are old school, they're by the book, they can switch their feelings off when they walk through that gate and they would treat everybody equal. No one gets special treatment. You know, everyone's the same. But then you'll get the other ones that have children at home that won't switch off, but they'll be very smart in what they do. So... All right. Hypothetically speaking then, because we can't wish harm upon anyone, but hypothetically speaking, what kind of, you know, responses the guards that have got kids and are trying to do something what kind of things happen in in female prisons so for example if they escort her to medication they will purposely turn their back and let somebody go for them they'll give them maybe a minute and then that's it then obviously they'll flip around they hear the commotion and then they'll press the buzzers and do what they need to do but they that it's happened once before in a prison that I was in. I didn't see it, but I know it. I knew the girl. I knew the girl who'd done it. And yeah, they literally will. All right. So what did you actually see happen to people in these situations? So obviously I didn't witness it firsthand, but obviously we, I worked in a reception job and officers quite freely said, you know, how these people that committed these sort of crimes, they come in with attitude and stuff like that. And they felt a type of way about it. And in one scenario, one girl who had been over the news, she got, I think she went in, she basically went into reception with attitude because a lot of them do walk around with attitude. Believe it or not, it, they, they are the ones that hold the most attitude. Um, and so what they done was put her straight up onto main block, put her in the girl, into the room next door to the girl that will go for any paedophile or, or kitty killer um and yeah obviously come out in the morning she'd been over the news knew who she was she got beaten up and then straight away then she got moved down to um to on in this prison what they would call a protected wing where they all lived or and if it wasn't just them that kind of people it'd be just vulnerable girls that were scared and didn't want to live up on the main blocks you got a few questions coming in so susie is wondering what prison she's being held in so as far as i'm aware it's low newton I mean, I don't know factual. I'm just going by what, you know, the media and stuff are saying. What part of the country is that? Uh, up north. Okay. We're getting asked if you know anything about Myra Hindley getting protected or was, did anything happen to her? Uh, not, I'm not actually sure I went in after because I went in not that much long after she... I think they were, I'm thinking of Rose West, actually. I'm thinking of the other one. So not as far as I'm aware, no. And did you come into any interaction with Rose West? No. She got swapped with Joe um, before I got to Bronzefield. When you say Joe, who do you mean by Joe? Joe Joanne Dennehy. Okay, and Joanne Dennehy, she was she was classified as a serial killer, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. But but that's different, isn't it? Because she hadn't killed babies, so I imagine she would be treated differently. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game. I'm not saying that murder's right, but it was men. Um, so yeah, she was she was treated differently. And I know she lived in segregation for 
for year, for about four years, I do believe, before she was allowed to be interacted with the other people. But yeah, that's it's bizarre and it sounds really bad to say it, but she would she gets treated different because people look at it as a whole different ball game. So I'm here with Fran, who's done time in UK female prisons. We did a podcast with Fran, and all of Fran's links are in the description box below this video. If you've got any questions about what Lucy Letby is experiencing in prison right now, or any other questions about female prisons, put them in the chat, and we'll put them to Fran. And let's see. So Justin has said, no one will be able to get to her. She will be put on a wing full of wrongans and treated like a celebrity, just like Ian Huntley. Um, do you agree with that, Fran, or is that...? Uh, I do. I do to an extent. Um, but they get her. They they will get her. Like I've I've like I said I've I've known a story, you know, that's happened whilst I was in there, and it's I knew the girl who did it. Obviously, beat the girl up, and if they wanna if they wanna get her, they will. And I think this is so huge. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest stories in a long, long time, com in comparison to this girl that Wayne that sorry went in before, and um. I just I think in the in the wrong prison with the wrong people they will get hold of her because some people some some of the girls don't care they'll do whatever in front of the officers you know will she get to the extent of a full kick in that some people might like no it'll probably get cut off quick but I think someone will definitely get their hands on her yeah because they even if you're locked down they figure out ways to get you I remember there was a guy who was locked down and they found out that he had a peanut allergy and they got like peanut butter under his door and, and caused him to have a reaction and be taken wow. out of the cell. Yeah. We've got a comment here from Dave. Um, they see all the staff, all the staff see criminals the same unless it's a civilian worker. Women's prisons can be brutal too. Um, if they get, then they tolerated men's or a different prison, different rules, as you know. Yeah, it is, it is a lot different, but there's a general consensus amongst the prisoners any crimes against kids, huge no-no, and there's going to be some kind of convict justice dealt out. So earlier on, you said that sometimes these inmates, when they come in, they can be locked down in segregation for years. Do you think Lucy Letby will be in segregation for years then in, a, in her own cell? Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if she was. I feel like there will be so much talk so many threats and obviously officers hear it all you know it's going to be the talk of the prison all of the prisons uh, and I just think that it will just be for her own safety I mean it could be a possibility but at the same time if she's not at risk of self-harming herself you know and she goes through that stage they can they got they got no reason to keep her in there depends how depends what you know what what officers you've got on um what governor you've got on if they you know if they want to they don't they can do what they want if they want to put her back into into the like with all the other girls and they'll do it so there was another similar case that may have indeed inspired lucy letby the angel of death case and did you ever hear anything about her in the prison system no yeah, because there was another nurse in 2017 that, that killed a few as well, using the methods that Lucy Letby, um, it looks like Lucy Letby kind of copycatted her a bit. Oh, but wow. um, So Jane wants to know whether Lucy Letby 
if she's got mental illness, would she be would she be transferred to a prison like Rampton? No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think because the only the only thing that she's going to get is twenty four hour watch if she tries to like tries to commit suicide. That's it. I don't think there's going to be any sympathy for her. I don't think there's going to be any special treatment. Deb has asked whether a female shot caller will put a green light on, on her. Uh, you know, that's lifted from how the gangs are structured in America, that they have like a shot caller on the yard who puts the word down to the gang members. I don't, I don't think it's quite like that in the female prisons, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's really not. Um, it's so different. I mean, even compared to the men's prisons in the UK, I mean, they're so, they're, I think they're a lot rawer than what the females are. Um, I just think, no, I don't think that's going to happen here. I just think there's a lot of mothers in there that it's really going to like resonate with and really rattle some cages. So who knows, you know, it something really, really, really bad could happen to her. Can you just all the viewers again? Because a lot have logged on um, in recent minutes. What prison she's in in the north? Yes, yeah, so as far as I'm aware, obviously I don't know factual, but she's in Low Newton. Low Newton. Okay, we've got a little comment here let's see from seagull i assume people claiming innocent or wanting her released are either in these two categories they don't know the full story or b they get a kick from trolling for the sake of winding people up what do you think about the case in general fran do you know what in all honesty i've said this on a video that i'd done um i don't i don't watch the news i don't read the newspaper i think i just it was a thing i didn't even do before prison to be honest and then it's just a lot of negativity. And I've, in all honesty, I've seen it over TikTok. Um, and I, you'll just, you'll, that, I don't really know too much into the facts. All I know is obviously little bits and bobs. But what I will say is all of them deny it. In prison, any paedophile, any child killer, they all deny it. None of them admit it, but yet they all seem to be sentenced for it. Do you think that is because they're ashamed? Do you think that they, like split into two people one that like a Jekyll and Hyde one does the crimes and the other can't live with the thought of having done those things possibly I mean you 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 can't you clearly not wide right anyway so it wouldn't surprise me I would probably go with the split personality because you're there you're getting you you know yeah I don't know so someone's asking then that these types of criminals What's the frequency of which they take their own lives? Um, I've not known of one in my time during prison, but there will be a lot of self-harm, um, mental, playing on mental health and stuff like that. Uh, maybe like trying to ligature and stuff, but sometimes it will be threats before it's even done. So then they'll go on an act book and then, I don't know if you know about it, they'll have the torch through the door every hour banging making sure you're like alive and stuff so rain man if you're not familiar with the case of lucy letby he's asking what she did lucy letby is the uk's most prolific serial killer of babies female uh recently found guilty and convicted to natural life she'll never be getting out and i'm talking to fran one of our podcast guests who served time in UK prisons, and she's letting us know what kind of treatment, um, you know, what kind of conditions that Lucy Letby will be experiencing. So if anyone's got any questions for Fran, put them in the chat, and all of Fran's links are in the description box 
I urge you guys to go over and subscribe to Fran's channel. She's got loads of content down there about the uh, female prison system in particular. So what kind of conditions will she have then in her cell? Will she be getting free meals a day? Will she be getting visits? So yeah, so she'll get she has to get fed three meals three meals a day, sorry, like it's obviously it's you can't not. Um she she I mean she's gonna be entitled to visits. She'd be an absolute idiot because if she did, that's probably where they would get her. Um no no one would feel no way. So I don't I don't know how that'd work for her. Um and in time she will get integrated with the rest of the prison and she will get a job and she will possibly land you know i don't want to say you know this is hard for some people to hear but there is a possibility in four five six years down the line that she ends up being in a relationship with somebody that she then just becomes another prisoner because the reason i can say it because i've been in there with high profile prisoners and you see it happen you know, she will she will be escorted around by an officer everywhere she goes. She'll never be allowed to go anywhere on her own. You know, like for work times, we get unlocked, the gates get open, you go off to like main block, whatever you go to work, we all walk off on our own and stuff, where she will never have that treatment. So you said that she would be in a relationship with someone. Do you think she would get in a relationship for protection? It was more of a comfort thing, you know. I'm not saying anyone would want to get in a relationship with her, but I've seen people that have done some bad crimes and they were all over the news and they had a partner in prison. Yeah, because I, I read um, some some of the news stories surrounding this. They had speculated that uh, Myra Hindley had been in a relationship with Rose West. I don't know if there was any truth to that or it was... Yeah, no, I, I heard that as well, but I'm not sure how true that was. So what kind of food will she being served if she doesn't do a menu she'll just get she'll just get standard like maybe a salad or it, i feel like the thing is if the girls know because when the girls do work in the kitchens they will purposely give her smaller portions her food will get annihilated stuff will get put in it um but it could be anything from whatever they serve about six chips um maybe a rubbish burger or something like that it just it'll just be i'd have thought what is ever left over it won't be luxury so you say, food. So, so you're saying that if she goes off the menu they would know specifically that that meal was for her and then they would adulterate the meal yeah so like in the second prison i was in we would all have a prison menu form and it has our name on it and you tick a choice. Um, I've actually done a video on this on my YouTube. It shows you on there. You tick a choice of what you want, maybe out of five options. And then you have to hand these forms in and you do like two weeks ahead. So the girls that work in the kitchen, they will get this form and then they will prep. So, for example, in the evening, if we're not having hot dinners, we will, um, we will have like sandwiches or we'll pick a salad or crackers or something. But that's got our names on it. So these girls... Then if, for example, she was living on the protection wing in this second jail, these boxes will have the name, the, the, the room name, sorry, the door number. Obviously, they know whose it is. So, yeah, they've, they've got easy access to, to do stuff to her food. Easy. And just to add a bit to that. So in America, 
syringes with tainted blood, hepatitis C, razor blades, crushed glass, feces, wow. urine. These are all of the things that have been known to be put in food when prisoners weaponize food against other prisoners. So there's all kinds of possibilities arise there. So if she, you know, realizes that's going on, what's her alternative that she just doesn't use the menu anymore and buys inmate store commissary? Yeah. So yeah, she would just have to buy off the canteen, but the only option you've got there really meal wise is a pot noodle or cheap noodles. Um, dependent again what prison she's in like the first one I was in in Bronzefield which I do believe she went there on remands before sentencing she the canteen's horrific like the most you'll get is a pot noodle whereas if in the second prison I was in which is government then you can get anything and everything on there again you know you can yeah it's, it's everything down to pasta tuna you can live you can live we would cook more than we would eat from the dining hall so does that depend on your security level how many different foods you have access to not no not as far as i'm aware everybody gets the same canteen um unless you unless you are like being punished then i don't think you can have like canteen i think you just have to or you might not be allowed so much money i'm not actually factually sure on that because i was <laughs> i was quite a good prisoner so i never had it taken away from me but it doesn't matter what level doesn't matter what level prisoner you are what crime you've committed you or your rights are all exactly the same so she'll have a tv in her cell if she is a good prisoner and gets enhanced she'll then be allowed a dvd player hair dryer hair straighteners uh playstation 2 um yeah, CD player. I imagine that's going to cause some outrage amongst the public. How long would it take her to get all that kind of stuff? Does she, has she got to be monitored for a while? So in the so in the first prison I've done it, you've got to be in the prison for 12 weeks without any negative IEPs and no nickings adjudications. So I don't know if you know what an IEP is. No, let's explain that for the viewers. <laughs> okay, so it's the most ridiculous thing ever. So if I'm a good girl and, for example, I, okay, I got one for doing my laundry on my day off. So it was a Sunday and people needed laundry do it, doing, so I'd done it. So you get this tiny little piece of paper and it says positive IEP. Um, and basically, I got that for doing that. So if I was naughty and I was wearing my sliders on the landing, I'd get one that says negative IEP. Now, if you get three of them, you go on basic. If you was on a privileged wing, you get kicked off. Um, and basic means you're in your cell for a week with no TV. Um, and then ba so after 12 weeks, within that 12 week period, you've got to get, I think it was two or I think it's three, maybe positive IEPs. Then you become enhanced. Then you sit in a, a sit a board with a governor or an SO and you basically say why you think you should be enhanced. You know, I've done this since being here. I've kept my head down. I've got these positive IEPs. And then they will then enhance you or choose to say, no, you need to come back in a, in a, in a month's time. So earlier on, you said that Lucy Letby would be locked down in her cell. Was it 23 hours a day? Is she allowed out? Is it for yeah. a shower? Sorry? 
is the, the one hour is she, is that when she's allowed out for a I, shower? I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Someone did say to me that it's an hour exercise, but that could be it. So I'm pretty sure actually that it's an hour to come out, have a shower, um, go out in the yard and use the pod. If for but then it really depends on what prison. So in Bronzefield, you have an electric pod that everything's done. Your menu, your canteen. Um, phone credit you have to do it all by this pod so that will be included in the time if they don't have that then she just passes officers apps through the door so when she's on that one hour out would she be surrounded by guards protecting her from bumping into any hostility uh, no because so basically in segregation it's like a locked off area so you might have four cells and then that's just locked in and it's not even on like any main house block or anything like that so they'll have a pod. So say there's three people in there that are absolute animal prisoners. There's no way that these two will be coming out because they, they, yeah, if they're bad enough to be in the seg, they're going to go for her. So she'll be out on her own. And then, like I said, she'll go out in the courtyard on her own. She won't be allowed to associate with anybody. Because there's not that many women's prisons in the UK, is there? It's not like she's going to be able to hide somewhere. No. No, there's not that many at all. And everyone talks, everyone talks and shit, people will know people. And the thing is as well, go, girls move from jails to jails. So they write to each other. So if one catches wind in one jail, they will write going, oh my God, I heard, you know, such and such is coming to the prison. So sometimes it will get to the prison before she, they, like, she's even got there. So one of the viewers, I Love Chats, has said she's just subbed to your channel and it looks yeah, good. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so so earlier on you said there was the possibility of Lucy Letby engaging in a relationship with another prisoner. What about the possibility of Lucy Letby engaging in a relationship with a guard? It's possible. It's, it's possible. It has been known. Um, you'll be surprised. Some of these officers are actually more mentally unstable than what us prisoners are you'll you'll be surprised at how weird and what some of them are especially the guys as well they can be a bit creepy and weird do you have any stories of that from your time um so there's so just before i got to send um an officer had been um sacked but he'd got a girl pregnant in there uh, there was another one in Bronzefield. He got he well. There was there was actually three altogether. One got caught um, having a relationship, which he got sacked. Another one they failed her probation, and I know factual she was having a relationship with a girl. Um, that was factual from that I know. And then there was another guy that still works there to this day, and he was weird. He used to say to girls like um, inappropriate stuff. Yeah. I know in America that all activity of that nature between a staff and a prisoner. A prisoner is like, you're a custodian of the state. So these are like your guardians. So it is classified as a assault, even if it's consensual with the guard. Are the, are the laws similar in the UK? I don't actually know. Um, I, all I know is that basically they've just committed offence because basically you are preying on vulnerable women so i don't know if they class it as assault but i know that it is obviously breaking the law for them to do that and it and it does hold a prison sentence but you'll find that especially in bronzefield they would rather 
get rid of somebody than it come out to the public because they're half private, half government. They can't have that publicity. They they can't have that. So they would rather get rid of the officer than go down the route of having them arrested. Which is one of the problems in this whole case, whereby the hospital didn't want the publicity and covered up things and yeah. the, the complaints were stifled and, and, sh and she killed more people. Um, Alexa, there is no death penalty in the UK anymore. They did have it. And Vicky has got a question for you. Do the prisoners ever manifest signs and symptoms of illness to the point that they are transferred to a hospital for management? No. So obviously you haven't taken me to mental hospital in that aspect. Yeah. So basically like, no, the problem is it's, it's the other way round. So I was shocked at how much mental health there is in prison. I've never seen so much self-harm and I'm talking they're scratching their own faces apart, screaming from nine at night till six in the morning, talking to the devil. And I lived above one woman who'd done it all night. And there is no way that any sane person can do. I couldn't. There's no way I could scream all night. I'd last about half an hour and I would, yeah, I'd be done in. So it's it's the other way round. There's there because I said to the officer one day, like, how how comes there's so many you know, like people with serious, serious mental health. And they were just like, because they have no beds. And when they have no beds, they just dump them in prison. It's really bad. Yeah, in America, the prisons are the biggest houses of the mentally ill. It, it is really sad. You see them lining up for the pill call and then doing the Thorazine shuffle coming back. And these people are warehoused and the private prisons make billions a year off the back of <laughs> warehousing these people as commodities. All right, so Tammy, um, has Ms. Letby ever said why to anyone or if anything, the families of the infants as to why she did what she did? As far as I'm aware, she's just been denying it all along, mm. hasn't she, Fran? Yeah, that's as far as I'm aware. She's still denying it. She's saying she didn't do it. Apparently her friends are saying they don't believe she did it. Her parents are saying the same, so. Question from Beverly. Will all the other inmates know what she's in there for? Yeah, 100%. 100%. And if someone like myself have a, does, that doesn't watch the news, I would know as well. Because everyone... It, this, this something this big will be the talk of the whole prison, like extreme to any other cases that somebody might have seen on the news and someone come in. This literally will be so huge in prison. That's why I do think that she will be in like segregation if she's in segregation i could be wrong already but i just i think that the jail will fear um, will fear for i'm not saying her life but for something happening on their watch so i'm i'm flabbergasted by this question is it true that beverly elit is up for release next year um so this is the angel of death and googling this it says, in November 2021, she became eligible for parole. But as of August 2023, she remains locked up. I am flabbergasted that someone who committed these crimes, um, just to bring anyone up to speed, she murdered four babies in 1991. She worked at Grantham Hospital in Lincolnshire, was caught after medical staff raised alarm over the deaths. And we did have a full podcast went out last night with John Wedger talking about this case. She was nicknamed the Angel of Death. 
left school in 87, began nurse training at Grantham College with a handful of qualifications. But medical records from 85 show that she was a psychologically disturbed individual who was prone to self-harm. She was the only student nurse from her course who failed to get a job. She was often absent from the studies. And then she got a six-month contract at Grantham and Kest Even Hospital, despite being underqualified. And then in 1990, she began her role. There was severe staff shortages on Ward 4, and that's where the kids were cared for. Then at, at age 20, 21, she went on the killing spree in the children's ward, and the murders were committed either by insulin or potassium overdoses or injecting an air bubble into the bloodstream, which can cause lung collapse. So we've got some parallels with um, Lucy Letby there. Um, she committed these murders, and police and medical staff were initially unable to establish how the crimes had been carried out. And doctors shared their belief that she suffered from the psychological disorder Munchausen syndrome or Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which involves inflicting or faking physical or psychological symptoms for attention, while Munchausen syn syndrome by proxy, an escalation of the syndrome, involves halving others to create attention. Fran, did you hear anything about Lucy Letby doing this for attention? And in particular, there were rumours that she was having an affair with a married doctor and he would come running and they would try and save the babies together. Did, did you hear anything about any of that? No. No. All right, next question then is from Nadia. Um, we've done a two-hour podcast on this one, Nadia, but perhaps Fran can give a short answer. Fran was in the female prison, and Nadia wants to know what you was in for. Oh, me? I was in for a conspiracy to sell drugs. So um, you had quite a run, didn't you, over in Reading, was it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah. And... and um, you uh, was was you under surveillance? It wasn't. It was my code. He was, yeah. He'd not long been out of prison. He was quite big. I didn't realise how big he was. Um, and yeah, he was under surveillance. And I just happened to meet him at the time and the place where they were surveilling him. And yeah, I got caught. So his surveillance went on to you. Yeah. So basically, um, they was watching him in a pub, and I think that's obviously where he was drinking and doing a lot of things from but because when we was in the van um like the police van going to the police station he was like he's like fran i met five people today five people like he goes i'm so sorry it was you but obviously i must have just been that one they obviously wasn't watching him leave they was just sitting in the in the pub car park and i was obviously the one that went in there and got caught but you know i still stand by what i say it was the best thing that happened to me so yeah in a weird way i'm oh. grateful it was me what date did you go in and how, how long were you sentenced for? So I went in, uh, I think it was around the 30th of June, 2017. And I was sentenced to three, I served three years, eight months. And Kate Middleton did a prison visit and inspired you. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was performed before that, but yeah, <laughs> it made me realize even more so that obviously I was on the right path. You know, I've been chosen out of everyone in the prison to sit, and meet her one-on-one -on -one. so yeah kind of just showed that everything you know it's so hard being yes sir no sir all the time like it grinds you if i ever which i'm not planning to go back in but you can never say never you know that yourself um but i don't think i could ever be yes sir no sir again but at least i know it was all worthwhile you know 
What was that like meeting Kate, Kate Middleton one on one in a UK female prison, and what did she say to you? <laughs> well, I literally I was shaking before, and I just remember being like, "Fran, don't swear, <laughs> Fran, don't swear, don't swear, don't," because my swearing got even worse when I was in prison. Um, and she, do you know what? She was she was out of this world because I said to her, "I'm really nervous," you know. She was like, "Don't be silly." Like, you know, just, it's fine. Like, um, she just made me feel really, really relaxed straight away. And then obviously, you know, she asked me to tell a bit about my story, which I did. And and, and I said exactly the same thing, you know, like I, jail was the best, is the best thing that happened to me. And she was like, why do so many women say that? Why do they say that? And I was like, because it's true. You know, it's literally, it's that slap in the face. It's that wake up call and it's like now or never, you know, and it is the best thing that does happen to some people. And it's only the ones that change. It's the only ones that change that will say that. What about Lucy Letby then? Could jail be the best thing to happen to her? <laughs> uh, um, for, for her, for what she's done, yeah, but not to, you can't change that. That's, you can't, you, yeah, no, no, she's not going to get an easy ride. She she will in some aspects. If you think of the, you know, she could she, she will get these luxuries that any other prisoner's entitled to. She could land up having a relationship, but if she's got an officers that don't like her, then they're going to make that very very hard and impossible for for her to even have any one on one time with that person. She's going to get beaten up. This is too big. Something's going to happen, whether it's six months down the line a year down the line she's going to get her head kicked in i think i'm pretty damn sure of that um so no it's totally different you can't even put her in that equation of saying that so justin let's get your thoughts on this lucy letby is high profile the prison service will not risk anything regarding her because of how quick media and do-gooders will jump on it and yes folks do-gooders do help these monsters What's your thoughts on that comment? Yeah, so like I said, that's why I think that she will be in segregation for a while because it won't be that they want to protect her, but they will want to protect the prison's reputation. It'll be the comeback that comes back on the prison. It'll be the bad meat, like, you know, the bad media against the prison and stuff like that. That's why I think for a while she's going to be protected. But then there's only so long that you can do that for. Will she have access to jobs? Yeah. So if she's, if she's, the minute she's put on a protected wing or a privileged wing, she has to work. You're not allowed to not work um, unless you're medically, sorry, physically, like medically ill, like, you know, so you, not just because you don't, you're scared to come out yourself. That's not going to happen. So she will either be a wing cleaner or she'll be doing surgery um basic job like maybe in maths or english and then after 12 weeks she can then has the entitlement if she's behaved to then get a better job so then she could be a like a recovery mentor or you know a support worker job sort of thing fran you an example of um good example here this this person's saying um my question is then those jobs what was the first one that you said? A wing cleaner? Yeah. What does a wing cleaner do? Goes around, sweeps all the floors on the wing that they live on, and then they have to mop it, clean the showers if you don't have a shower in your cell. And the other job was on the servery. What does that entail? Serving people's food, 
when it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, are you serving it to them face to face, or just preparing it? Yeah, serving it face to face. So that's a bit different from the kitchen. So you have the kitchens, and then you have the servery. So, say I'm stood behind a bit now, and then you would come up, you'd queue up, we'd all queue up, and we'd get given our dinner. Um, just whatever you could. So it depends on the prison. So the second one, like I said, you choose it. So they would look at a list, and then they would give you what you've picked. Or whatever she yeah she'd be serving your food basically face to face. Got a question here from my friend Alex Reed who's been on the podcast a few times. This whole case absolutely kills me. Yep, same here. And how are the justice system has dealt with it? Out of interest, if Casey Price does go to prison, like she's asking to, he's referring there to you know the the uh, various driving incidents I think and inebriated. Um, would she ever be in general population? And yes, Alex, we would love to do an, another podcast <laughs> with you. So if Katie Price gets busted yet again for one of these situations she's known for, would she go to general population or would she be yes, in the high-profile segregation? Yeah, I mean, she would probably go straight into the more... she. Yeah, she wouldn't go into the main block, but she would go straight into maybe a protected wing or a privileged wing and that's not because anyone would want to beat her up i think because of the fame everyone would just be like oh katie katie like in that aspect totally totally different for different reasons that they would probably keep her away from the main block girls as we they call it if she was in general population what would happen to her everyone would just want to talk to her Everyone, everything I think, you know, everyone would just be like, it's it's someone, it's someone famous. So everyone would just want to sort of be her friend. Um, you know, it's not like there's bad media about it. there is a, you know, in the aspect of her doing something wrong in, you know, with children and stuff like that. So, you know, it's somebody famous. So all the girls will get all excited. <laughs> everyone will be a girlfriend. The... What about the fact that she's known to have wealth? Would that put her at risk of being extorted? Um, it's it's not. I mean, I know it's not really like that in the prisons that I've been in. I never really knew anyone to really get bullied because they had money and stuff like that. I mean, is it a possibility? Of course, it's a possibility, but I doubt it very much. I think it'd be more they'd want to be her friend because of the fame thing. Right, so we've got a comment here from Phil. I worked in Parkhurst Main Kitchen. First ever civvy chef allocated meals. I know for a fact that light bulbs are the ingredient of choice for cons who work in the kitchen. So we're talking about the weaponization of food in relation to Lucy Letby. Did you ever hear of light bulbs or glass being put in food? No. No, I didn't. Spitting and stuff in food, but not actual things like that. Watford man is asking what someone facing whole life in prison goes through mentally. Could, could, did you ever meet anyone who was adjusting to a life, a whole life uh, sentence in prison, Fran? And what kind of effect was it having on them? Yeah, I mean, uh, my friend, she was, I mean, she was, she wasn't doing life, but she was serving 16 years. So it's, you know, it's a pretty long time. I mean, I was around a lot of lifers anyway. And it is mentally a struggle just for just not knowing that, you know, if they're going to get out because obviously an age thing, um, you know, sadly she passed away 
in prison well in hospital where she was still in prison um do you know what i think as well one thing that really sticks out for me is people leaving so when i first went in and you make friends especially being in there that long but even myself when people went home you're absolutely buzzing for them but you you kind of lose a bit of your home and it's so tough and I remember like when I was leaving my friend in prison, I was going home, you know, how heartbroken she was. And it was like, I'd been there, I know what it's like. And then it's like, oh, you know, how many times do they go through that? They find, you know, really, really good friend, which is really rare in prison to find someone you trust 101%. Um, so that alone, just the friendship and watching people go, that alone is a struggle. Never mind anything else that's added on top. You know, people walking so, away from you, you know, losing family members and stuff like that. So we talked earlier about Munchausen syndrome and how it's like this need for attention. Do you think that one of her biggest punishments then will be the absolute loneliness she's going through? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Because jail is a lonely place, you know that yourself. So, yeah. It's lonely even if you've got friends in there, but she's not going to get friends very easily, is she? No, no way. No way. All right, so can she request for her life to be put to an end? Um, only, as far as I'm aware, if you're on death row in America, there are situations whereby you can waive your appeals and request for your life to be put to an end, but that does not apply in the UK anymore because the death penalty was abolished here. So, um, question from Patricia. Fran, have you ever been in style prison? And if so, what is your opinion of it? Yeah, no, I haven't. I've only ever been in uh, Bronzefield and Send, and then I was in Downview like years ago for about three days. And that's it. Which one was the least preferable and which one did you prefer the most? Um, I preferred I preferred Send. Just because when you get on the enhanced wing, you know, the privileged wing, you've got no locking of the doors. The canteen's amazing compared to Bronzefield. Um, there's a lot more freedom there, even though it's a cat A prison. Laura wants to know, how often can Lucy Letby have visitors? So when you're sentenced, it's dependent on the jail. It's normally, I think it's three a month. And in your, if you're enhanced, it turns to four. So three a month. Now, is that like be, behind glass or can you actually sit down with the person so and give if, them a hug? Yeah, so for me, I'm allowed to hug that person when they walk in and then we sit opposite each other with just like a tiny little table. We're not allowed to have any contact until they leave and then you can hug them goodbye, but it's face-to-face -face unless you are on um, closed visits for being either being in seg for like being bad or being like on suspicion of like having drugs pass through patricia says kudos friend we are all capable of bettering ourselves it's good to see someone who did bravo thank you and and then deborah wants to know whether lucy letby is under number numbers 43 or does that not exist i don't know what the numbers 43 is like I think in in um, the UK system, they talk about people going on the numbers. Is that is that what that person is referring to? Where they will be protected, like with the sex offenders. Yeah, so they'll yeah they'll just go on with all the others. Isn't it's called something else in a female prison, isn't it? Oh, don't, yeah, I've not heard of that before. So Angela is saying, do you think that these kind of criminals 
are the lowest of the low and is is that the case in the hierarchy of the prison yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah it goes without saying and that is it and that's how it runs in prisons that is the yeah so there will probably be some kind of um okay hayden wants to know will lucy letby be able to hug her parents one day on a visit yeah yeah and what else do you have access to in those visitation rooms you have like vending machines and stuff yeah so they have like a canteen so other prisoners will work behind it and yeah you can get drink chocolate crisps some do cakes and stuff like that and sandwiches yeah and as fran pointed out earlier if she goes to visitation that is a potential spot where other prisoners might try and get her all right we've got a comment from gaza let me read this and get your thoughts i'm an ex-prison officer well come on the podcast <laughs> and tell us your stories Unfo unfortunately it'll be a very long time if ever when let me goes into gp i would be stunned if she isn't put on a vp wing do you want to explain what a vp wing is for the americans the vp wing. Yeah, um, vulnerable Oh, protect yeah. So it's just like a protection wing. So it is literally she will just it. So it'll be so it'll be where all the paedophiles, all the kitty killers, that all live on this one house block. No one else has access to get on there. No, nobody else can get on or off it. And that's and then it's oh the only other people that live on there is vulnerable people that are too scared to live up the main block with all the other girls. So they don't care what the other women have done on there. People are asking if Katie Price was involved in Lucy Letby's case. No, she wasn't. We were just speculated. <laughs> we just speculated as to how we were asked. We were asked how Katie Price would be treated if she was ever incarcerated. It was a hypothetical question. Um, I've been listening, but forgot to say hi to you both. I found this is a really interesting interview. Thank you both. That's from Soki Mario. Yeah and let's see yep she will be segregated we've already covered that for a period of time um shout out to lee marvin hitchman hey. uh, <laughs> yeah akira uh, women, women's and men's prisons are very different so in america it's like all gang drug gangs racial racially divided in the uk now in the men's you've got a lot of drug gangs it's by area though but in the women's, it's not like that, is it, Fran? Divided into racial drug gangs and no, my postcode versus no, this postcode. No, I mean not in the prisons that I've been. I don't, you know, I don't know what it's like in other prisons. But the two I haven't, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you come from. You just people just jail and they jail and that's it. So would there be a boss of the wing in a female prison? Would that happen? No, you might get one strong character like a stronger character on the wing that people will be more like sort of, you know, shyer to or whatever, but there is no top dog. There's no, in the two prisons I've been in, there's no top dog. If any prisoners make friends with Lucy Letby, would the other prisoners turn on them as well? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, as soon as that happens, then they're just, they're just as scum as what she is. But the thing is, is she will make friends with paedophile and children killers. So that's the friends that she's going to make. How long do prison visits last for? 
they vary, I believe, in sends. They can vary between an hour to two hours. I think we answered this earlier on, but if you've got anything to add. Due to the nature of her crimes, will the prison have measures in place to ensure she isn't vulnerable to retaliation? Um, yeah, I mean, she she's gonna be she's gonna be with an officer twenty four seven. Anywhere she goes, there will be an officer escorting her. So, will there be a price on Lucy Letby's head? <laughs> I I would be very very shocked. I mean, there's girls in there that have been. You know they've been over the news for for doing just as just as bad stuff. You know they've ki killed kids and stuff like that. I mean, maybe to be fair, maybe it's a bit more of their own children. So maybe that's why we've never heard of it. So I don't know what these families are capable. Sometimes it's not what you know; it's who you know as well. So it depends how much you want to get someone back, and if you do find the right person inside, there's always that one person that would do something for money. So is there ever experience, did you ever come across lifers being impregnated by guards? No. I'll add to that then. So in America, Wild Woman, who was with our female co-defendant, she said that lifers were impregnated by guards. And she told me the story of one woman. She just handed the baby over to the next, to her next friend who was getting released and, and said, have a nice life, signed the baby over oh, to her. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so any questions you've got about what Lucy Letby will be experiencing in prison? We've got Fran, who's been in three different UK female prisons. Um, William Park, what are the stats re-attacks on prisoners in VP wings? How secure are those wings? So ca can those wings be infiltrated? Yeah, they can, because in um, in send that I was in, they have what they call as J-Wing. So that's like, it's called the, the nonce wing. And on certain days, people would have to go down to that wing to get their medication because I don't know why they couldn't get out of main block. I don't know if it was just that one wing that done certain other meds. I can't, I can't remember what the ins and outs were, but every house block would have to, would have to go down there to get their medication so there is a possibility that she, you know, if she, if that was as an example of where she was living, it is possible for someone to get her there. And that's why they always normally say medication time, if she was getting her meds, obviously. Yeah, in America, the gangs will have people, they'll send them into the protectives as undercover assassins. They'll get these guys to, to pretend that they're dropping out the gangs and that they need to be protected because they've been assigned to assassinate oh, someone. Wow. Uh, yes, it's um, really strategically organized. So, yeah, Fran does believe that Lucy Letby will have a single cell for the foreseeable future. Yeah, she'll uh, never be allowed to. So, uh, if you're high risk, a high risk prisoner, you're never allowed to double up with somebody else. And that's what she will be. We've got a few people asking about the method of sugar and water. Did you ever see yeah, any that, of that? Uh, that's that's used in there. Yeah, and, and one of the girls did it in the second prison um, that I was in. That is that is something that is used in the female prisons in the UK. Angela, if Letby has visits from family, will they have to see each other in a separate room to any of the other prisoners? 
I think possibly for the for the beginning of her sentence, I would have. I'm assuming. I'm not. I don't know factual, but I'm going to assume that this is again. It is so big. Um, it you know, I'd be surprised if she was just thrown straight on in with everybody else. Effie wants to know: Do you think the prison officers will turn a blind eye and let the prisoners access Letby? Yeah, I think so. I think so. For a hot minute, whether it's now a year down the line, I, I do believe that, yeah. Ferdinand wants to get your thoughts on trans men in women's prisons. Oh, wow. So so this one, this, this, is, a very, this is a good question because I actually had a friend and he, she was a male. She, she, so there was a lot of them in the prison I was in. So biologically, this person is a male but wants to be a female. And she is now a she. She actually had the operation whilst serving her prison sentence. So now is is a female. She is a she. Um, love her to bits. Legit. Never in a relationship. Never ever hit on any any female. You knew 101%. That is what she wanted. That is who she wanted to be from get-go. And she stuck by her word. Now, other, other transgenders that I've met, um, not all of them again, so I'm not bad mouthing them. I got nothing wrong with that, but just literally mocking it. Um, there was one guy; he was a rapist. Now this blows my mind. It was a male. He raped women in the UK, and they put him in Bronzefield. He's a rapist, and he would walk around with man's sandals on, a man's watch, a flowery um, skirt do red circles round here, mocking, just mocking with a wig that would just sit on the side of his head. And I will call him a him because if you rape women, then you obviously, anyway, so that, that, I just don't think it should be allowed. And that's, I don't, and then another one, um, one, a man had, had male parts, probably looked like a woman sort of to the extent, you know, but then ended up being in a relationship with a girl and stopped taking their meds. So they were sleeping together. So I agree what they've done in Downview. They've made a transgender wing. And again, this is nothing against transgenders. You know, I just believe that they should go on that wing and they shouldn't be allowed to interact with the other women until they've had the sex change. Yeah, Sarah Jane Baker we've had on, longest ever serving trans prisoner. We've had Sarah Jane Baker on twice. She said that they should have their own wing that would solve all this. But Ferdinand has sent a follow-on question. Have you heard of trans men getting women prisoners pregnant in the UK? No, not pregnant, but this one this one trans man was sleeping with a girl. Because mm -hmm. they, they have to take medication to stop them being able to perform. And you know yourself, Sean, it's easy to not take your meds and, and to um, pretend you have, so... Are there male prisoners in female jails? We've kind of covered the trans side of that, but there are not men prisoners in female jails. Like in some South American countries, I think they have mixed areas, but they don't have any of that in the UK, do they? No, no. Yeah, we interviewed um, our friend who was in prison in, in Venezuela, Natalie, and um, the men could come into the women's side. Often when there were wars, they'd come in and they'd like, she'd see people die in front of her and stuff. But wow. they, the code was they had a lot of respect for the women. So they didn't get up to anything. 
uh, of that nature. And um, the sex offenders in Venezuela, the judge gives them extra time with their family when they're sentenced because they know as soon as they get put in, they, they get drowned. God. Yeah, it's a crazy story. She's written a book on it as well. It's such a different uh, world aboard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Did Fran ever see a prisoner get the boiling water thrown on them? Yeah, so it was more the aftermath of it. It wasn't like there and then when it happened. Um, but it wasn't that bad. They they had to go they had to go to meds and stuff, but it wasn't like you saw her, uh, all her skin taken off afterwards. We're getting asked here whether there are a lot of people convicted of crimes against kids in female prisons. Yeah. Oh dear. Patricia wants to know: Were you scared before you went to prison, and did it live up to your fear? I was terrified. I mean, I got remanded, so obviously I. Uh, yeah, I still was in the police cell for a couple of days before. I was terrified. Yeah, I was terrified my first night. Um, first couple of weeks was the scariest and the hardest. But after that, it's n nowhere near as... It's bad, don't get me wrong, but it's nowhere near as bad as what my fear thought it was. You think it's like the movies. You think there's top dog. You think, you know, everyone gets beaten up and stuff like that. And it's it's not how it's made out to be. And it's not like America... Did you get into a routine, Fran? Yeah, straight away, yeah. What was your routine? What was an average day like for you in a female prison? So during the week, you'd, you'd get up maybe about half seven, get ready, you'd get unlocked, go have a shower if you didn't have a shower in your room. Uh, you'd go to work, come back, you'd have lunch, you'd get locked in, you'd get let out again about half one, go back to work in the afternoon and then come back, you'd get locked in for about half hour, you'd get unlocked have your dinner, associate for about a half hour, and then you're locked in again. And did you get visits? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all what the time. What were they like? Yeah, do you know what? It was very mixed. Um, at first, it was like, you know, sometimes I'd be like, I'd come back feeling like alive, you buzzing off the walls, you know, you're happy, you feel refreshed. Sometimes, and, and I know it sounds really bad, but sometimes I just couldn't wait to get back to myself. Sometimes I'll just be like clock watching and it's just like, oh, it's look, you run out of things to say and stuff like that. It's, it's really weird. So, but obviously I would never not have visits. So I don't, you know, I don't think I would have done without them. Yeah, visits are golden. Yeah. And a few people have asked about male staff. What's the ratio of male staff to female staff in the female prison? So it should be 60% women, 40% men. Oh, that's a rule, is it? Yeah, I think, I can't remember if it was 70, 30, but it sticks out more that it was 60. There has to be a more percentage of women than there is men in the female prison. Do you think Lucy Letby would get a job in prison allocate and allowed to work in the medical wing, as I have heard of prisons utilising your skills no matter what your crime? In the medical wing? What? Yeah, would she be allowed access to, you know, medical... Part no of the prison. prison. No, no prisoner was allowed to have anything to do with the medical part of it. That's a security risk, isn't it? Because they'd have access yeah. to drugs and stuff. Files and drugs. Yeah, it, that's that. Yeah, I've never known that to even be a thing. So, medical side of it, no. Elizabeth, in the UK, one of the weaponizations is they boil sugar and water, and the sugar 
does something to the consistency of it whereby it melts your skin off. It, it adheres, doesn't it, and melts your skin off. Mm. So that is one of the ways um, people are got. Glasgow Dave wants to know what you were convicted of. A conspiracy to supply Class A drugs. Angela wants to know, are there any prisons that have been specially built for these sort of criminals? Like in the male prison system, it's more diffuse, but there are only so many female prisoners. They're a fraction of the prison population in the UK. So there's only, is it like a dozen or half a dozen female prisons in the UK? Yeah, there's not a lot. Not comparison to men, because I can't even say the word now, I've gone tongue-tied. Um, yeah, compared to men, there's literally not that many. I mean, I know Bronzefield, Downview. Yeah, I reckon there's, off the top of my head, I could probably reel off about 10 or 12. Um, but it, what we call it, we call it a prison inside a prison. That's what we normally n- name, like, the protected wing. Because it's like they will ne- they don't ever want to see. So also another thing is their food, that wing. So um, that wing will have their food taken down to them and served down there. They don't go up to the dining hall and collect their food. So it, that's why we just call it a prison inside the prison. Because they never leave unless they're going to work. So we're talking about what Lucy Letby will be going through. Um, Anna has got a question for yours from your story. Um, how many years did you serve and were you guilty of the crimes? Yeah, I was guilty, 100%, and I served three years, eight months in prison. MJ wants to know, is it mainly the guards that bring in the contraband? Um, no, it's 50-50. Um, well, actually, probably, no, actually, probably tell a lie, it's probably more 30-40, um, and then the rest is brought into the prison through visits or whatever way they want to bring it in. Beverly wants to know what privileges will Lucy let me get in prison? So if she becomes enhanced, which we kind of explained earlier, I'll just in a nutshell, after 12 weeks, if you're a good prisoner and you get these good little slips of paper, you get what's called enhanced. And then she will be entitled to have a DVD player, um, hair straighteners, hair dryer, PlayStation 2. I think they keep them on the really old school ones. Um, like playstations and stuff like that. She can have a kettle if she's not already got a kettle in her room. Uh, extra visits. Uh, she allowed extra money to drop every week. So, for example, you you get your wages, and then you're allowed so much money sent in from outside. So, for example, let's pretend the standard prisoner is fifteen pound a week. Me as an enhanced prisoner can have twenty five pound a week. So there's extra money dropping in as well. Zini wants to know what categories of prison you were in. So I was in, uh, they're both um, cat A's. They were both, yeah, I never went to an open prison. So Jane, if there had been a chance of you being in a tougher prison, like a prison abroad, I think Jane's watched these the Bang Up Abroad series, <laughs> would, would you still have done the same crimes? Um... I don't know. I, I always say, like, it just depends what... I think it's a really hard question because it's a different lifestyle over there. It's different. I No, I, I would say no. For going from what... Yeah, if I was to go out, if I hadn't have got caught, let's say I hadn't got caught and I moved to America and my friend out there says, oh, yeah, you can start selling out here, I wouldn't. I think I'd be too scared of, of the documentaries and stuff I've seen. They're just 
on a whole different level compared to over here. Yep, Glasgow Dave. Earlier on, Fran speculated that Lucy Letby could end up in a relationship with another female prisoner, but also that there are relationships with staff members as well. So either of those are possibilities. Have you got anything to add to that? No. Yeah, you can't rule anything out. <laughs> okay, let's see. I think um, we've got through. Yep, Lucy Letby's parents will be able to visit her in prison. Um what happens to, okay what happens to a prisoner's property outside the house if they have got a mortgage etc so property uh, is that seized by the state like in america to offset the cost of the case or would it go to her parents perhaps i don't know so it it depends on loads of different scenarios if she's paid if she hasn't paid a solicitor she's got solicitor fees then obviously that if nobody else like her parents are paying it then it's the same here you fall into debt then that's they take your assets if it's paid for outright her crime wasn't to do with anything to do with money so that would just go to her parents if she's still got outstanding money on the mortgage then obviously that will just get repossessed and sold like as if because she's not obviously going to pay for it being in there everything should go to the bloody parents of, the, yeah. of those babies so mj wants to know will lucy let me get toiletries like tampons when she needs them yeah uh, un unfortunately them kind of things are free they're on the landing it's it's like i feel you know if we'll see even saying it because human rights not that she just deserves anything like that but she won't get treated any different in what she's entitled to from any other prisoner i'm just going to read this because I, I watched something about this the other day and i found it particularly creepy apparently lucy letby bought a house in 2016 that backed onto the cemetery and she could see the baby's memorial from the house. Oh, my God. Wow. Angela has asked, do you think Letby's family will be given a hard time for what she's done? I'm sure they already are. Yeah, 100%, because there was one girl um, in, in Bronzefield I was with, and I don't know if you remember... A few years back, there was a young girl and in Manchester, and they set fire to the house. And there was a feud between they were they were young. They wasn't like I think they're only like twenty one, and they set fire and um, kids got trapped in the house and got killed. And her family was getting death threats. They had to go into protection. Um, yeah, the, these people will gun for your family members outside. And obviously, this was nothing to do with her. Uh, her mum and her younger sister and stuff like that. So I, I believe they will, definitely. Arm um, wants to know about female prisoners being forced to be in relationships. I won't say the B word, but in America, you know, where you make someone your B. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not like that. You might get a nut job like that doesn't doesn't leave you alone like me. But no, no one can. Like, <laughs> I've never known for it to be forced or anything like that. Right, Definitely no pockets coming out. <laughs> her co-worker said she got angry every time she was told one of her victims survived. That's disgusting. All right, question from MJ. Have you ever met an inmate that turned into a lifer after committing more crime like murder in prison? No. I'll add a bit to that then. Look up the case of Robert Wayne Vickers, um, Bonsai Bob in Arizona. I've done videos on it. He came in on a short sentence 
Um, his cellmate didn't wake him up for breakfast and drank his Kool-Aid, so he strangled and stabbed him to death. Uh-huh. And he he was like an escape artist. He did a milk carton bomb on a neighbor who talked some crap about him, threw this milk carton bomb on him, set him on fire. And he he was classified as the most dangerous prisoner in Arizona's history. And the warden had a shower installed in his cell and then welded his cell door shut. And he was only opened that door so he could be taken for the death penalty. Yeah. God. Okay, so English Rose has asked whether um, female prisons have, I'm trying to think how to phrase this, um, sexual assaults in prison um in the prison no i mean there was speculation of one girl that did to one girl well, that's the only the only time i ever heard anything and that was a rumor that i heard had happened before i went into prison Stu fran wants to know whether you had any proceeds of crime taken from you when you were caught uh, no i i had i so i never had anything for them to take but i did get a confiscation order of over a hundred thousand, so if I come into money, then I will have to pay that back. Right, Fran. We've we've gone through all the questions. Is there anything that you feel that I've missed out, or you would like to add? No, I just yeah, it, it's a big. It's it's going to be a mixture of a, a ride for her. You know, I do believe. I mean, she'll she'll never get what she deserves, but it, I think whether again, like I said, a year, two years, there'll be something over the paper. Something will happen. Definitely. And why should people check out your YouTube channel? Link at top of description box. Just because I explain everything about female prisons. I let you know that, you know, the, the truth, the good and the bad, you know, it gives you an insight. And also just to show you that, you know, some prisoners can change. Like so people have such an opinion on us and not everybody is the same. You know, some do carry on, some don't. Oh, here we go. We've got a question from MJ. I know this happens in America. Will they blackmail? It means extort her to get her family to give money, like threaten her and say, if your family doesn't pay this money, this is going to happen to you. Would that kind of thing happen in female prisons? That, do you know what? That could happen, but I don't believe she'll ever be on a wing for that to happen. Nobody, because she, like I said, she's going to be on a protected wing or she's going to be on a privileged wing. And anybody that's on... A privileged wing doesn't want to get added time to their sentence. They, we want to get out. We want to see our families. We want to work outside. So you just don't speak to them kind of people, and you just think about what you're doing and where you're going. So she'd never be in a situation for that to happen to her. And he says, "Fran is amazing and inspirational." Thank you. <laughs> and Jake is wondering if someone assaulted someone in that nature in, in prison. Would they then be treated as a sex offender? So, as in, like, beat them up? You were talking about if someone beat that yeah. person up. No, no if they... someone sexually assaulted someone. Oh, uh, yeah, they they would be classed, yeah, as a rapist. That would be what they are, and that would be their name. That would be their reputation for the, for the rest of their time. Are you allowed books in your cell? Yeah. Yeah, we have a library in prison as well. Yes, I was on Bangor Broad. The episode is called Raving Arizona. And we've got another documentary coming out later this year with Sammy the Bull, 90-minute long one. Um, who, say, will co- who will cook Lucy Letby's food? Yeah, prisoners. It will be prisoners that make it. 
And earlier on, we talked about how if she orders it off the menu, they'll know it's going to her so that it could be weaponized against her. Um, she would be safer to just stick with the commissary. But there's not much uh, to choose from, is there, in the commissary? <laughs> noodles and noodles. <laughs> yeah, ramen, noodle soups. It was America, but at least they had peanut butter and peanuts on it. I was living off them for a while. Well, in the second um, one, I was in my element. Like I said, they had everything. Will Lucy Letby eventually be integrated into the general population? Yeah, but again, it will only ever be the protected wing and all the privileged wing, which is is still part of the population. It's just not the main block, what they call like the rougher parts of the prison. Justin wants to know if Lucy or Kitty Killers get fan mail from sick individuals. I don't actually know that one. Um, I know like serial killers do, but I don't know about I don't know about kitty killers and stuff like that. Angela, are prisoners only allowed to borrow books from the library after being checked to see what sort they are? N no, because there would only be a certain type in the library anyway, because it's donated books from outside or what prisoners leave. So anything that comes in. So if I have books sent to me, obviously they're checked. And then obviously the library goes through the prison before it gets into the library anyway. Yeah, so in Arizona, books that have got like tattooing instructions, gang stories, um, all of my books, I've got 16 now and they're all classified. The ones especially uh, about my jail and prison experiences are classified as threats to the security institution. Uh, they sent me an email recently, the Arizona Department of Corrections reminding me of this. <laughs> <laughs> but your book, see that kind of your books in, I that's how I first ever heard of you is your book. I was handed your book by a friend saying, you want to read this guy's book? It's um, it's a really interesting story, you know. So your, you know, them kind of books are in there and I don't think that anyone, it doesn't really matter who reads their books. Was that when I did a talk at Send and donated a load of them? Yeah, I wasn't there when you done the talk, but I, the books were yeah. everywhere. Like at every landing, there was a couple of your books, and they'd get passed around. <laughs> <laughs> we're referring to hard time, folks. Yeah. If you've not if you've not read it yet, check it out. Uh, Martin Fran is an amazing woman. Hope she's never tempted to supply drugs again. She will be successful without that, and good luck to her. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Thank you. We've had a, sp a spate of questions here. Are prisoners <laughs> allowed to watch the local news? Obviously, just for cases like this where the prison can possibly become targeted, the prisoner can be targeted. Yeah, well, they can't stop that. The only time they normally switch off the TV is if there's a documentary on. So like Joanna Denahay um, or somebody else that's high pro the other woman that killed her kids in the fire. So I mean, normally that one was on, but it's normally Joe. So when it was so high profile that our TVs, that channel will be switched off for the night. So we couldn't watch it. But the news, they no, that's on as much as on the TV. We get to see it. Weaver boy is finishing off his sentence and wants to come on. Um, the podcast when he's, when he's finished. <laughs> Lewis, what crimes are considered the worst by other prisoners? Um, paedophiles and children killers. Will let me have access to a phone? Uh, yeah, she'll be entitled to use a phone. 
most prisons will have them in their cell now anyway. I mean, I don't, I don't believe, I don't know if, I don't know if the segregation will have them now because of COVID, because I know obviously in the second prison I was in, we never had phones in our cell. They got put in, so she may well have a, a phone in her cell. Most prisons do now. So how does that work in the UK? Because in America, for example, five minute local call, you put your prison number in, you call it. They get a message saying this is a, a charge, reverse charge call. Do you accept the charge? And then they get billed like $10, $20, whatever it is. Is that how it works in the UK? Yeah, so we basically have to top our credit, our canteen up every week and put phone money on. So it's just literally, so it's just we get charged for the call. And then normally like after, it used to be after like 15 minutes, the phone would cut out. And then if there was no one behind you, you could just redial and call back again. Um, but obviously, there's no charge. There's no charge to the other person. So it's the opposite of America. Then the prisoner pays in this country, but in America the recipient pays. Um, did I ever come across any child killers? I did not. Did you, Fran? Child killers. Yeah. 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 There was. There was. One. Two two off the top of my head um there was a few there's a few actually yeah and how were they treated they walked around with attitude they were treated like any other prisoner enhanced doing whatever job they worked their way up to doing um some uh, you know some will go so they'll go they'll get to go outside and work outside on their roles and stuff like that so again, they would just live on a privileged wing or a protected wing. So no one wow. would do any harm to them, but they they would just they had the same treatment as what I would get for being in prison. Well done, Fran. Lovely to see a happy ending for you. Thank you. Um, the other nurse that did the same as Letby was Beverly Alit back in nineties, nicknamed yeah the Angel of Death. Yeah, we did a, a full podcast on the Angel of Death last night with. John Wedger, former Met Cop. English Rose, well done, Fran. You've changed your life for the better. Absolutely amazing. Thank you. A lot of people asking what's going on with Ziggy. Well, Jen's getting absolutely fed up. <laughs> We've just been in that hospital the last wow. uh, couple of weeks now, um, but she's going in tomorrow, and I don't think they're going to let her out until he arrives, but it could take days, they said, to go through the oh, processes God. of induction. Yeah. Lewis, will Lucy live comfortably in prison or will she always be looking over her shoulder? She's always going to be looking over her shoulder, but she'll still but she can have the same luxuries as what any other prisoner can have. How does the mandate to pay your 100,000 work? Does the state steal your wages? What was that, sorry? You know like you've got an order to pay 100,000 from your case. Oh yeah, yeah. Do they, do they take it out your wages? No, no, so they don't take they don't expect you to like not be able to live or anything like that it just literally is if because it's over a hundred thousand if i suddenly bought a car for twenty thousand they can take that off me um but they would never ask for money at my wages no is the internet wi-fi access for phones that prisoners have no but there's, isn't there a lot of stolen uh like contraband phones oh god yeah stolen? yeah yeah those phones yeah my friend had one there's all phones all the time in there anything from like smartphones to the phones that are like about that big <laughs> how easy would it be for lucy letby to access a phone a contraband phone and get internet 
she wanted to pay the money. She what if she had the money to pay for it? Um, it it might take her time because nobody's going to want to talk to her at first. But if she integrates with other prisoners and stuff like that, then money money talks. So How much I think it it'd cost? be very hard, but I don't think it'd be impossible if she had big money. What does it cost to get a phone like that? Um, so the little tiny ones that they have no internet, they're around sort of two, three hundred pound. And then for a proper big, like well, not big, but an iPhone, you're looking at anywhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred pound. So say you invest that much money and it's illegal to have it, how do you avoid it getting taken by the guards? I got no idea because I don't know where you're hiding that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And the thing is, as well, it, you know, in the jails I was in, if you get caught with a phone, that's an outside charge. So I could have six months left of my sentence. I get done for that, then I could get another six months to a year added on. So you're taking a big risk for having it. Can Lucy Letby get married in prison? Um, I doubt it very much. I doubt it very much. I don't think that they would ever allow that to happen. I mean, marriage is possible in prison, but I don't think they would ever, ever authorise that. Do prisoners get their own stamps for the letters? Yeah, so you have to buy them. You get two free letters a week. Um, that's just a brown envelope, and then that you can that second class you can buy your own stamps and you used to be able to get stamps sent in but i think they stopped it due to too much being laced with drugs yeah in america they put drugs under the stamps and things mm. like that and soak drugs into the paper marie were there any elderly prisoners in the prison you were in yeah there was i was shocked i was shocked there was like 80 odd year olds in there one, she used to have a little scooter. She used to like mix around. She actually had one of her electric scooters. <laughs> so in, in, in America, you would call like the oldest prisoner pops. Is there a word for female yeah, no. elderly? No, you just take them under your wing, like like you just think of your nan straight away, you know, and <laughs> you, you want to like sort of just look after them and stuff. But no, we never called them nan or pops or anything like that. Do prisoners pay for their own stamps? Yes, yeah, so yeah. If you want them, you've got to buy them on the canteen. Yeah. Weaver boy's gonna do it live from from inside. By the sounds of things, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get you in trouble, but yeah, we're up for it. <laughs> right. Let's see. Um, what advice do you? Oh, this is a good one, Fran. What yeah. advice do you have for girls contemplating selling drugs? Don't, don't. You know what? I was so involved in that world for a long time and I never thought I could get out of it. And life, it, you, everyone gets caught in the end. You will get caught, end of. I don't care whether it's, you know, I had a long run, long run before I went to prison. So just don't do it. There's, there's so much more out there. You can be anything you want. And the amount of hard work and effort that it actually takes to be in a drug dealer, you could do something legit. <laughs> Because you, you're constant, it's, it's constant, it's non-stop all day. So you just put them hours into focusing on something that you enjoy and, you know, that is like a dream to you. Just do it. You can do anything you want. What would happen to a policeman who liked girls if he ended up in prison? Um, in America, that would be KOS, and I imagine it would be similar in the UK. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, they're hated by the prisoners. 
on both fronts. Um, right, I think we've got through. The subject is Lucy Letby. Oh yeah, this is this is. Do you think that Lucy Letby will ever admit guilt for the murders, or will she go to her whole life denying it? Fran, do you think that would they ever put someone in prison, like to befriend her to try and get her to confess? I don't know what extreme. I mean, I do you know what I'd say no because I found her guilty. So what what's what's the point? Um, you know what what would be the point of them doing that? Um, I mean, in they remand prisons also all all prison conversations are caught are recorded. So if she ever did confess something to someone or think not think about what she's saying on the phone to her parents and does admit it that they, they, her calls will be monitored for a long, long time. Um, that straight away. But I don't think she'll ever admit to it because I don't think I've met one person that has yet. Like, I don't, not that I've literally had conversations with these people, but you always, someone says, someone talks to someone and they're like, yeah, they say they never done it. They say they never done it. As soon as they're confronted about it, I never done it. I never done it. Yeah, I watched a case recently. It was a true story. I think it was on Apple, a series. And the guy wasn't convicted and he was about to get released. So they sent someone in who was a drug offender, offered him a reduction in sentence if he could make friends with this guy and get him to tell him where the bodies were. And in the end, he did get enough information out of him for them to convict him. All right, so MJ, are you allowed to have your baby in prison if pregnant and keep it with you for a while? Yeah, um, in certain prisons. I mean, I know Sen didn't have that option, but in Bronzefield they had a, what's called a mother and baby unit. So if you went in pregnant, it really depends on what prisoner you are, if you behave, and if they've got a bed available. You can keep your baby up to 18 months, I do believe. And at that point, there's various different reasons. One, the child starts to remember things. Two, they need beds for the other women that are pregnant that go into prison. I've seen I've seen women on there pregnant and then move on there. And then I might see them on a visit and you see the baby and stuff. Um, and if you are if you go into prison and you have like a three month old outside, if there's room, if there's spaces on there, you can actually have your baby come and live with you in prison. But obviously, that is a very high secure wing. Again, that's like a prison inside a prison. No one, I didn't even know whereabouts in the prison it was, to be honest, because you you just can't get near it. And obviously, there would be no paedophiles living on there at all. No one with that offence is allowed on that house block. So if Lucy Letby got pregnant by a male staff member and you know gave birth in the prison, would that baby then just go into care or the parents yeah. of either the yeah so either she, it would either go into care or it would go to the parents wow all right so elizabeth wants to know lucy had an operation on her knee would the prison take care of that would she continue to get medical treatment on the knee um yeah she will but it'll be horrific i mean even people that have not committed crimes like that of trying to get medical care in prison is really tough yeah, it's um, it is really tough. You got to beg for it, and it's not the best. In America, Arizona, they had people with cancer. They just give them an aspirin, say stop whining, go back to your cell, have a nice day. Wow. They would rather you die so they can get a healthy prisoner on your bunk, because they're getting sixty thousand dollars, sixty thousand pounds a year of taxpayers' money per person. 
they do not want to spend that on medical treatment they yeah they want you to die fast get a healthy prisoner maximize the profits um would you get in trouble if your cellmates got caught with a phone in prison yeah you can do yeah yeah you can get yeah you because basically the way they look at it is there's no way that you wouldn't know you're sharing a cell so they're only using it when we're locked up so you can get a nicking for that as well if someone sends a letter with stamps in it to a prisoner does the prison confiscate the stamps yeah if you're not allowed them so they basically go into your stored prop so they'll put them in you have what's called a store prop um and it's a box and basically anything that you're not allowed like i had dvd sent in and they were 18 we're not allowed 18 um plus film so that just went into my store prop and when i got released um they get handed to you then did you know anyone who was in for county lines and can you explain what county lines is as in what what it means county lines drug dealing so yeah there was all there's other drug dealers in there obviously I, i i was in there myself for being a drug dealer um, in prison, there's drug dealers as well. There's a lot of it going on. Um, that's probably the first thing. And the thing is, in prisons, it's everyone talks about it. Within the first like three, four weeks, I knew who all the drug dealers were on my wing, but I never knew anyone like really big, like coming from the outside in there. This is the insanity of it, isn't it? Most prisoners are arrested for drug-related offences. And yet there's more supply in the prison than anywhere and the dealings going on and the guards are bringing it in. So, Ozzy, um, did you come across any prison gangs in the female prisons? No. You you meet girls that think they're like gang gang, as we call them here. It's called gang gang, but no. It's no one was making tools. Nobody was jumping anyone or threatening unless they was owed money for drugs. Then it's a different story. Deborah wants to know if the food is outsourced. Um, they have a really small budget for the food. Um, in the first prison, it was horrific. You'd get really small portions um, and stuff like that. But in the second prison, I got fed well. Like, And then I think it just depends as well, again, who you who you know on the servery and stuff like that to your site, like the portion size you'd get given and stuff. But we did all right. We did all right for the... For the amount of money you had per head, I think it was like five pounds something a day per head that they like they budgeted for a prisoner. Sean, we got sixteen likes, and yeah, thank you, Dave. If if people can hit that like button and help the uh, us with the algorithm, appreciate that, Dave. Um, Haley's going on. Got a question about the trans again, I think. Why do they get the right to have the change while serving a prison sentence? That's not right. After they've served their sentence is fine, but not during. Do you, do you agree with that? Uh, it's a tough one because I'd like to say, yeah, like, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. I do think that it should be something because it's such a big privilege and it's something that you really want, but you're there being punished. It's kind of like you're getting the most life changing thing that is it means everything in the world to you and you're getting it while you're like serving a sentence, like we will never experience something as amazing as that, as what they do. So I kind of agree that it, it definitely should be done after prison. 
because imagine being what? trapped inside a body that you're not content with all your life and then you suddenly get it free whilst you're in prison yeah we've interviewed people who've the met were born with the male parts uh done self i think it's called an orchiectomy orchidectomy where they just cut the sack open and cut them off the branch um but they almost bleed to death doing these things <sighs> so Girona, how come long-term inmates get certain things like phones and a TV? So, I mean, TV is just what we get. It's um, They basically say that, that we're there to be punished, not to have our human rights taken away from us. So every prisoner will have a TV unless you go on basic, which means you'll get it taken away for a week. Everybody is entitled to use a phone. Uh, some prisons were just built with, I mean, you'll find Bronzefield because it's a remand prison. Every, they all have phones in their room because they want to, because they're all recorded. So they're obviously people are on remand. So they want the police listen to the calls, hoping they slip up um, and do, you know, and do stuff. Like one girl I know, she got sent back to prison because she was using that phone to get someone to bring drugs into the prison. And then that person got was getting a sentence as well just because she asked them to go pick up money and they didn't, they wasn't even picking up drugs. So that that's the reason that all remand prisons have phones straight away in the cell. That will be more of not a privilege thing. It's more because of they want to catch you out because people are stupid. They don't think, they don't realise. Um, and they talk all sorts of spiel on the phone. And then now I think every prison will have a phone in their room because of when COVID happened, they couldn't have us all fighting or wanting to come out to use a phone on the landing that everybody else had touched. Lewis wants to know what is the ethnicity split in UK female prisons, i.e. black, white, Middle Eastern, etc. So it's quite mixed. It's quite mixed. It's not, and, and everyone just mingles with everyone. There's not like one culture hanging out with another culture and that was it and separated. And it was majority, you know, there was, yeah, there was a lot of foreign girls, white, black. Do many prisoners convert to Christianity? Question from Jake. Um, You'll find some do, yeah, I think. And you'll find some will, some will um, convert to um, Muslim as well. Yeah, so basically you'll find a lot of girls will turn Christian just to get out of, you know, they'll go to church to get out of their cell. It's not, some people will generally find God, um, whatever God they believe in, which is fine because they, they do, like they do cater for all religions in there. Um, but you'll find with the Christian side of it, a lot of it is just to get out of their cell. Were there any females you came across in prison for terrorism? Yeah. Yeah. There was quite a few girls, um, yeah, there was quite a few girls actually thinking about it and they and majority was to do with their partners as well but there was a few girls serving life and stuff in there for that are you able to stay in your cell if you want to not when it comes to work um if if, if it's association time and it's the weekend and you don't work then you can just shut your cell door and stay in there the whole time yeah you don't have to come out Prison officers shift improves if prisoners have phones, TVs and books. Yeah, in America, they call the TV the babysitter. Is that is that the same in the UK, Fran? 
yeah, that's it. Because if you've got TV, we're distracted. If we haven't got a TV, we're bored. And when we're bored, we're dangerous. <laughs> so... <laughs> What, do you agree with this? Women's jails work on sisterhood mentality, whereas men's jails, it's the fittest, survival of the fittest. Yeah, I think that it's, um, there is, it's more, you you build a little family in there. As even if, even if you know you can't trust somebody, like you still come together like a little family and you, you still have a laugh and you still just get on because you, you just, I think maybe it's more the mother instinct side of it and everybody, it just it's just a little bit different to what it sounds like in men you don't walk in there and you don't have to prove yourself you don't have to be so big and tough and just put on this front does fran believe that rose west is genuine when she says she is now christian i don't know matt i don't do you know what i don't i don't know the woman i, I can't answer that it's 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 hard you know i don't know <laughs> will will lucy see this podcast in prison only if lucy obtains a contraband phone and i think it's far too earlier as fran said she's gonna have to establish relationships to set that up and that's going to take a while um angela who pays for funerals for criminals who die in prison that's the state isn't it yeah it'd just be a state state um funeral Will Lucy let me have access to a priest? She will be, yeah, she, yeah, the chaplaincy will go and see her. And if she requests for that, then they will go and see her. So you said that work was compulsory. Do you get a pay? Is there like an hourly rate? Like in America, it was like 10 to 50 cents an hour. Yeah. So you get, I can't, I can't remember what it was per like hour, but I know in the second prison, it was like £10.50 a week. But in the first prison, because it was private, they paid more money. So you could, um, I could go to work and earn twenty pound a week. But then if I did surgery, I'd get paid a pound a session, which I could do three times a day. So you could earn really good money. So it just depends as well. If you've done a better job, you might earn an extra two pound a week more. Lola's asking about the old lady you mentioned earlier. As to, did you know what she was convicted of? So I didn't at first. Um, no one, because normally when you when you first go on, everyone just normally tries to pre-warn you of everybody of like who's who not to speak to and stuff like that. And this one, everyone just seemed to like look out for her. You know, it was like, oh Mary, you're right. She had a little Zimmer frame, and I built a really good relationship with her. You know, like I, I said on my video that I put up yesterday, you know, I was having a dance with her at Christmas. You know, I got a carpenter's CD sent in. And it was like they watched me build like this relationship with her. And then someone said to me, oh, do you know what she's in here for? And I'm, I was just straight away. And I'm just like, no, no. But it turns out not that it's OK. Please don't please don't think I'm saying it's OK. But she beat her kids um, quite bad when they were younger, um, her and her husband. And then as, when they got older, they then got her done for it. Um, again, I don't know how true it is because I couldn't even remember her surname because after that I went to another prison and it was a long time so I never even like googled her but yeah so that was what I was told it was for did you come across anyone getting murdered in UK prison no, no. here's a good question from Limey what's Fran's opinion on Lucy staying in her cell 
not to face the consequences of her evil deeds by not going to a sentencing hearing. See, I think that's that's really messed up. So unless she tried to do some self-harm that night or that morning, she would have been told she you have to appear in court. Um, she would have got a nick in for not going, but what's a nick in when you're doing life anyway? That's that's irrelevant. You're already in segregation, so there really there is no punishment. But if I was a naughty prisoner and I refused to go to court, we would have been bent up and thrown on the van. We would have been twisted up and put on that van. So they would have tried to make a go. She refused, but there wasn't going to be any consequences for her for not for not going. No, she might get a nick in, but like I said, what? She's, what punishment can they give her? So when you when you're saying the nicking, because we've got a lot of American viewers, you're referring to like a write up, like disciplinary action. Yeah, so it's um, an in house nicking. So it's not like an arrest outside, but it's like an arrest inside the prison. So you're like you get an adjudication. So you'll sit in front of the governor, and then they will then punish you how they deemed fit. But the worst punishment you can get is being in the segregation. And she's already in the seg. She's already in the seg, so there's no, there's no repercussion really. Or they might take the worst they could do is take the TV off her for a week. That's the worst they can so, do on that. So do we do we th assume that she's already got a TV then? Oh yeah, she would have got a TV. Yeah, because they wouldn't have put her in the segregation because she's done something wrong in prison. They'll be putting her in there for her protection, so they she will have a TV. MJ wants to know, because you committed drug crimes, did other inmates try to pressure you to bring them in? No, not at all. Not at all, no. Zini wants to know, how do prisoners get the, get paid? Do they have bank accounts? So it's it's like a prison bank account. Like, we don't have any access to it. We'll get it either. If you use a computer, this pod thing in one prison, so it'll show you when you put your fingerprint on there. Or you, when you get your canteen sheet every week, um, you get it there and then you could request to pee monies. It's like an account in the prison. You do an app and say, can I have a statement? And then it will show you everything you've been paid for. Yeah. And in America, you know, if there's deals being done, it's like your girlfriend meets another guy's girlfriend and money's changed hands, that kind of things for dodgy yeah. deals. Did you come across a lot of people who claimed they had been set up and were innocent. Yeah, you'd always hear the story of I didn't do it. And it was, you know, I was just there. There was a fight and I didn't get involved or the drugs weren't mine and stuff like that. You'd get you'd get it, but not it. It wasn't as much as when the crime was a wrong and crime. Loving this guest, Fran, is very articulate. It just shows that good people get wrapped up in bad stuff and come out the other side. Thanks. Yeah, certainly does. Right, let's see if there's any more questions. Um, been listening to, I've subbed to Friends channel, wish her all the best. Oh, here Thank we go, you. we got a super chat. A prisoner was poisoned using salt. Um, does that thing happen in, in UK prisons? I've not heard of that. No, have I, no. Right, I think we're almost, um... oh yeah, what do your tattoos mean, Fran? Um, literally nothing. There's only one. That means that's my, I don't know if you can actually see it there. That's my best friend who passed away. That's a portrait on my arm there. But the rest of it is just tattoos. I'm addicted to them. 
Well, look, Fran has done almost an hour overtime. <laughs> so please support her. Um, and go down to the description box and subscribe at her channel. And there's loads more about stories from female prisons on Fran's channel. Next year, we've got part two. It's going to be sit down with fem sit downs with female gangsters. Fran's on the cover, <laughs> and the story is inside. And also check out the podcast we did with Fran. I think it's about two hours long, and th th the link for that is also in the description box below this video. Have you got anything you'd like to say to the viewers in closing, Fran? No, thank you for all your kind comments, and thank you for all the new subscribers. Thank you for having me on, Sean. Hopefully we're calling you daddy soon. You, we certainly will. Baby Ziggy, <laughs> we're going to be going in on Saturday because um, Jen is exasperated, and they're going to be doing inducement procedures, which can take days. Then she gets moved over to the birth suite. Um, so we think if she goes in tomorrow, uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday, Monday, hopefully at the latest and huge thank you for all the love and support and the kind viewers who've sent gifts as well um for baby ziggy we really appreciate that and thank you so much fran for spending time with us this evening wherever you are in the world look out for the kids we got to shine a light on these monsters and you know keep them from doing these horrendous things take care of the kids wherever you are in the world that's one of the most important things um yeah. we're doing reporting on these stories people need to be as vigilant as possible and those guys who reported Lucy Letby and were suppressed, they're the absolute heroes and the people who suppressed that I think they should be criminally indicted alright, thanks again thanks for all your questions no, thank you. see some of you tomorrow in a royal mess part 13 hopefully